space. Let's do it. You didn't. What? Are, oh. Oh, come on, bro. Dysfunctional you, Family Podcast, episode 20. Nope. Whoa. Dysfunctional Family Podcast, episode 37. The one, the only, the take. <laughs> that's not what I say. That's what I say. And that's what you said. But that's not the show. Yeah, spiel. what's good, y'all? We back. That's not the 2023. Yo, 2023. I need to start off with a confession. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I can say, my chick on the side says so she got one of No, I do not have any side chicks. That is not my confession. Uh-huh. But I, I do have get a back confession. To Remember I used to sing every episode and dropping bombs? I drop a bomb in a minute. I missed y'all. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm, okay, go. Confess. I'm, go. Why are you rushing me? Okay. I need to share with the when people that I have a confession. When you're ready, you can, you can confess. <sighs> See, because you're ready now. That's I'm going to share rushing. with you that. I um I am not going to be able to sustain a new back song for the rest of the life of this podcast. <laughs> I have faithfully started this show with a different song with the word back in it. What happened? I'm never running out. I'm an artist. I'm making my own songs. What? Well, what? that's different. I did, if you allow me to make my own songs, I'll never run out. But I, I didn't. I make any out. stipulations. I told you you couldn't sustain it. I told you it wasn't a sustainable <laughs> practice. And you insisted, what? I'm an artist. I'm never running out. I'm going to just make stuff up. I could. All right. Well, let's get but, into it. Let's um, get. Let's give them some. I just want to be real. I'm going, going back, back. You did that already. I know. I'm letting them know there's no way I can sustain well, it. That's my confession. Recycle it. Yo, I can say whatever song I want. Y'all like the songs, right? I'm acting like we live. We ain't even live. We gotta do a live recording though. That would be fire. Let us know. Y'all wanna y'all wanna y'all will pull up? Yo. Tell your yo, friends to pull up. Let's do it. Live like recording this, this functional like family this. podcast. Facts. It's gonna go so stupid, my boy. Let's do it like this. Shout outs to Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. If you think we should do a live recording anyway. Make some noise. That's yes. Jesus. If you're watching on YouTube, comment the city you from. If you're not watching on YouTube, then email us. Dysfunctional fam TV, TV at gmail.com. Let us know that you want us. Let us know where. All right. But let's get it started. Listen, this episode is brought to you by Free the Souls Clothing. Always and forever. Always and forever. All right. You can't sing multiple songs. We'll never, ever get through the episode. Okay. I know you're happy to be back. Happy New Year, everyone. We we excited, man. We excited to be back with y'all. But this episode is brought to you by Free the Souls Clothing. Always get your liberated luxury. Every single article of clothing is packed with self-empowerment, faith, and social justice awareness. And we just dropped these. This is the day t-shirts. When I tell y'all, the quality is, the quality is amazing. Control. And it's not just because we made it. 
The GSM, do your research, what GSM is. The GSM on his joint is nuts. Yes. These are velvet letters. We got the days of the week embroidered on the sleeves. Genuine leather it patch. Fit, it's heavyweight, so. And yo, it's, listen, just, it's meant to be encouraging listen, to you. just buy it. Because you're not going to regret it. Like, I'm not I'm not playing with y'all. Like, I'm yeah. not going to fluff it up. Like, just get it. This is the day. This is the day is empowerment. It, it, it could be anything for you. This is the day that I love myself more. This is the day that I decide I'm going to therapy. This is the day that I decide I'm going to get a better prayer life. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. I'd be glad at it. God today. My God, this is the day. We ain't going to church. All right, so. Let's get it. Oh, I have another shout out. Can I give another shout out? Oh, yeah, for sure. So today's my dad's birthday, January 13th. (laughs) Boom, Baraya. So shout out to my dad. Happy birthday to my pops. Facts. Yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Had to. We love you. Yeah, so, I mean, we starting a new year off with some more um, intentional content for you guys, but we're doing it a little bit different at the start of this year. We are actually going to be starting a series um, called Common Conflicts, and the premise of it is we really wanted to attack and address some of the most prevalent prevalent. Uh, causes for dispute in relationships. Like, yeah. what are people arguing about? Why are they arguing about it? What can we do to uh, combat these issues, to avoid them, to resolve them, to really build healthy relationships, right? Um, so as, you know, we'll, of course, always be giving you guys lessons from our own personal experiences, research, practices, and tools that we've tried out that didn't work for us, that did work for us. But we're here starting the new year off with this series called Common Conflict. So we're doing part one today. It'll probably probably be a three part series. Um, so yeah, we're just really excited for part one. Yeah, I would say this. Listen, this is the year where we got to stop like just trying to figure out purpose and like aiming, like wandering aimlessly is probably the best way to say it. The best way to figure out purpose is to, purpose is to solve problems. And I think that our goal this year is to be a lot more solutions oriented in our content. Yeah. And I think that's why we're starting the year off with with addressing what are common conflicts, right? What are what are some of the things that are causing the most breakups, the most tension, the most uh dis-ease in relationships? Um, because we we want to use our close to 19 years of dating experience. It's crazy to me. Facts. Shout out Nobody to Nobody asked me, but Benjamin it's crazy Bannock to me. High School. You already know the vibes. BBACD, we all we got. January 20th would make 19 years when we first started you dating. You still celebrate that? No, I don't celebrate our dating anniversary. Well, that could be a whole episode on that. I only celebrate marriage. Um, all the times we broke up as young kids, nah, I, was I, don't, nuts. I don't celebrate no dating anniversary. That's just the first day Probably I decided to ask. Probably broke up 19 ask, times over these 19 years. <laughs> crazy. That's just the first day I decided to ask you, yo, you trying to, trying to go out with me? Oh, you know what I'm saying? But... Marriage is what I count. That's what I count. But we could do a whole episode. Yeah, we're doing a lot right now. Let's get into it. Let's get to it. Listen, um, so common conflicts for the next maybe six weeks or so, three weeks rather, we may be dealing with this um, because we want to be more solutions oriented. You know what I mean? That's our goal this year. We want to provide answers to your problem. That's what the purpose is. Oh, I hit the mic. It's in answering your problems. You feel me? Feel you. Let's get it. All right. So So what we scoffing about today. Let's get it. So our part one of this series, we're scoffing about sex and money. Oh, hold up, hold up. If you got the kids watching with you today, you might 
not want to let them watch this one. This shit we talking about. get a little spicy, hot tamale. Okay. Man, I don't like the hot tamale thing you just did, but. Let me really pick in. <laughs> okay, so. So I'm scrolling mindlessly on Instagram as the majority of users do. Um, <laughs> something that came up in my feed was there was a, a real, well, I don't know if it was a relationship podcast or marriage podcast, something of the sort, but it was a group of men talking about um, sex and relationships. And one guy mentioned that uh, you have to be honest about your sexual appetite in order to not be disappointed, to ensure that your partner is meeting expectation, your expectations, your desires, satisfying you fully, you just have to lay it all out. What is your appetite? Take some self-inventory, relay that information to your partner. What do you want? What do you need? What's going to sustain you physically? Um, and something that he mentioned was, and I'm not totally in disagreement with that. Like, yeah, you do need to be honest about what you expect, how often you expect it, et cetera, et cetera. But he did mention uh, that, say, for instance, a woman only wants it once a week and she's good, right? Like, not that she met, you know, you met a quota, but she has it one time, you know, y'all are intimate one time a week. She's she's cool. But if a man needs it like daily or more than once a week, that pretty much y'all shouldn't be together. Because there's some misalignment there with the appetite. And I'm not sure that I'm totally in agreement with that because I'm sure there's some kind of compromise that can be made where, not that it's a business transaction, I don't want to come off that way, but there's some kind of compromise or understanding that can be made where it's not like in an inauthentic. Yeah, like you don't want it to feel like. Like, oh, I'm doing it just because my husband wants it more than me. But how can we grow our intimacy so that we both kind of desire each other in the same ways. Well, first of all, let me say this, because I think we skipped over something very important. In this series of common conflicts, I think it's important to let everybody know, we did a little research on what are the most common disagreements. So the next couple episodes are going to be responses to what the research shows. Right. That's 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 really why like sex is not just something random we feel like talking about because <laughs> we're horn dogs. We actually we've never spoken about this topic like as a topic. Yeah. Yeah, we have had an episode strictly about sex. But um I'll say <laughs> I'll say that we did some research and studies show that sex, money, and children are the top three things people disagree about. So we're just trying to attack those areas yeah. um, and sort of provide some insight there. So I just want I just wanted to kind of like sure. yeah. retrofit why we're bringing sex up in common conflict. So sex is actually the number one conflict within relationships um, for according to this study. So let me just clarify that. But here's what I'll say. First of all, I don't agree with dude. I'm going to keep it all the way tall. I think that Using the language of like sexual appetite is it's it's not dangerous, but it must be taken with a grain of salt. Because a lot of people come into serious marriages with sexual appetites that sometimes are not healthily fed. Right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes your sexual appetite could really be a byproduct of your, I'm going to keep it all the way tall, your addiction to like pornography. 
right? So if like you come into the relationship with a really toxic addiction yeah. and you, you know, you think that marriage is going to cure that and now you have a wife, but the only images that are in your mind are that of... Just like insatiable desires. Right, like, <laughs> like watching the 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 sexual activity of of porn stars and now you have these unrealistic images because they're literally shooting a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, they take breaks. They, I mean, I'm not even going to get into it because I'm not like no specialist, but they, they're, they're shooting a movie. Right. So th- there are things that they do to make size look different, to make body parts look different, to make timing and la- like the way people last, the stories cr- curated around it. Like it's all kinds of crazy stuff. Telenovelas they, is crazy. Yeah, like it's Porn telenovelas is nuts. It's like, so now you're coming into a relationship with these images of what you want your wife or your husband to be like or do. And it's not realistic because it's not that y'all can't have great love, but right. your images are based off of someone else's experience. Mm. So you haven't taken the time to learn the journey of your spouse's body. So if you're not on that journey with that person, all of your insight is coming from somebody else's journey. And it's not, it it creates unrealistic expectations. So to say that two people don't belong together because of their appetites, I think is, I can see why it causes disagreement, but I think that's where it comes in, where communication comes in. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't, I can't necessarily agree with homeboy because- in my in my honest opinion, I've watched people's sexual habits be fueled by unhealthy connections. Mm. Right? So, what about your past? Are you bringing into this relationship that's kind of tainting? Right. You know. Let, let, let's let's say I wanted every day, but but I wanted every day because I used to be a heavy clubber, a partier. So I'm taking a, a different woman home. So now it's not that I wanted every day because I just like. Uh, uh, necessarily want you every day mm-hmm. sexually as I want it every day because my body is on a clock mm. to take another woman home late at night. So like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like these, sure. these, these backdrops that, that like are, are pushing you towards a future of commitment with someone yeah. can be unhealthy attachments to something. So my appetite could literally be a byproduct of a very unhealthy past. So to, you should not, let me say it like this. You should not have to accommodate sex every day if it's a byproduct of of an of a unhealthy past or unhealthy sexual connections. It doesn't mean we can't have sex every day, but you sh- are not obliged or should not be obliged to accommodate me if if I want sex every day because I used to watch porn every day. That, I yeah. gotta I gotta work on me, yeah. and create an intimacy with you that builds a clock around. Our journeys with our bodies. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all feel what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, yes, sex is about communication, but it's also about we're coming into it with very different pasts. Right. You understand? Yeah. I know I've been talking long, but like, and I I do want to say like any, anything that we're going to talk about over the next few weeks, sex, money, children, right? All of it boils down the common thread in disagreement, it's miscommunication. Mm. Yeah. Like if it's if it's any ingredient that's in any recipe of disagreement, miscommunication is in all of those. If you had to list the recipe of how we argued about sex, how we argued about money, how we argued about kids, 
the only recipe that's in all of them is miscommunication. That's my opinion. I think that not communicating clearly about your body, about your money, or about your children, or about your time, or about our future is going to lead to conflict. So I just wanted to throw that in there in response to your anecdote. Sorry. I said a lot. How do I'm I sorry. follow that up? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's my next point. I don't even. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean that's that's heavy, but it's it's important to address, acknowledge, and like take into consideration. And the dangers of not having clear expectations, which is under the umbrella of miscommunication, because if you're not communicating clearly what you expect, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it becomes dangerous for the healthy functioning of your relationship because, you know, you, you, you mentioned porn and how that affects your drive with your husband or wife. Um, if you're not honest about the, the hold or the influence that it had over you, um, yeah. before you got with your spouse and also, uh, being honest with yourself before you can be honest with your spouse. So it's mm-hmm. like, what do I really want? You right. know what I mean? Right. Do I really want it every day? Do I, am I just doing this to appease you, as we mentioned earlier? What are the dangers of not being honest and clear about your expectations? Because if you're kind of just doing it to go with the flow and it it's not done out of like pure attraction and pure desire and pure, I want you right now, like I want to be intimate with you right now, then what will the byproduct of that be? Will it be cheating? Your eyes start to wander where it's like, I'm kind of just doing this and it's, it's just kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, like you said, a checklist. Mm-hmm. And then you start looking other places or desiring other things because what you have at home is not sacred. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I think one of the things that has to be debunked about sex though, is that, communicating what you want is like an awkward conversation. I think we got to like debunk the idea that it's awkward to talk about your desires. I think it does not have to be a, a, a press conference. It doesn't have to be a one-on-one sit down <laughs> yeah. in, in, in where we like, Hey, we have to have a formal meeting. Let's put this on the schedule. I don't think it has to be that. And I think a lot of times when people say, Oh, we got to, Tell your partner what you like, what you what you need, what you want for your body, that it has to be about that. And I mean, it has to be that way. And I yeah, don't think it does. Right. I think that there are ways that we can package. Let me give this little nugget for y'all because this is supposed to be solutions oriented, right? There are ways that we can package what we desire that doesn't come off awkward. For instance, in the midst of intimacy, if your spouse is doing something you like, in sex talk, I ain't gonna get too deep. Ooh. Tell them that you like that. Tell them to keep doing that. I like that. With the money, yeah, dude. Whoa, I like that. I like that. With the money, yeah, dude. Oh, that guy. All right, we're goofy. Okay. Um, I think that's one way to do it, right? Like in the middle of intimacy, like. If they're doing something you like, you tell them you like it. Right? Also, like, if they're doing something you don't like. <laughs> You move on. Right, right, like, right. Don't say, ooh, yeah, I don't like that because right. those specific words might like tamper the mood. But right. Move their head, right. turn their body. Like, you know what I mean? So, sorry. Sorry. All right. All right. The kids ain't in there. They ain't around. Um, I also think another way you could package it that it doesn't have to be an awkward form of communication is um, like post-sex convo. 
like literally having a conversation with your spouse in flirtatious ways, like, man, to fix your face for those that's listening on podcasts and she, you know, giddy and bless you over here. Chill out. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, I do what I do. You feel me? Like, stop, stop. Just take it easy. They ain't got to, you can't even control yourself right now. Can't control myself is a wild cheeks all, cheeks all pink and blushy. It's the blush. It's uh, like the literal blush. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. You over there getting goofy face. Come on, come on, because the cameraman, you're making me feel. I'm getting okay. sweaty. I'm getting sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to start looking like that. All right. No, but like post, post intimacy conversation, mm-hmm. right? Literally Come hitting your spouse with a text like, oh, I enjoyed when you, <laughs> right? So now it's planted in my mind, oh, yeah, she liked that. Or, yeah, he liked when I did this or when I wore this or <laughs> when I, you know, did this little thing, right? So th- this is ways of like giving like this little thing. feedback during or post-intimacy convo. Um, I think intimacy is entered into with the wrong mindset. We go into it. Um. I think we go into it wanting us to feel good, like ourself. It's like a selfish selfishness about it. But I think if we enter into intimacy wondering what does our partner need from us mm. and doing the things that maximizes what they need from us and they do the same thing, you have the best sex in the world. Because selfless sex is probably the best sex. Yep. It's like, yo, what's going to blow her mind? Or what's going to drive him wild? Man, to fix your face. Self, if our objective collectively is to maximize what our partner feels like, a selfless intimacy, and that's each person's objective. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to feel your rain pouring down all over my love. I want it soaking wet. All over the bay, I want the rain to come. I'm telling you, that thing will be dang it. You feel me? All right, we could get into the All next right. part because I'm, yeah, I'm gonna get to the next part. But I think, I think what we're saying is Ugh. communication is key, even when it comes to intimacy about your body. It does not have to be an awkward conversation, it yeah. can happen. Um, during intimacy where you're telling a spouse that you like something so that they know in their mind that that's something to keep doing. Right. And it can happen post-sex where you're letting them know, oh, I liked when you did this. Don't do this again. But, oh, that was good, right? Like, And in terms of what Amanda brought up, I think to put a cap on this part portion of the episode, um, in terms of like frequency, I think that's a journey. I think our bodies change physiologically over time. Yeah. Um, our diets change. So sometimes the frequency is a reflection of your diet. I don't want to get it. Dude, give them a little bit. Give them a little bit. Sometimes the frequency is a reflection of your diet. Right? Like, I think for fellas, now I'm getting to the science. For fellas, the more, like, foods we eat with soy, the more we, like, decrease, potentially decrease testosterone levels. So now our drive is a little bit lower. But the more, like, fruits we have in us where our cells are activating, kicking, our blood flow, because really that's all that an erection is. It's like blood going to the lower extremities. So the more our blood flow is going, which is activated by our cells being kicked off through fruits and H3O2s and things like that, the more likely the frequency jumps, ladies too. And let me say this, frequency may also just be a byproduct of the pre-sex conversation and intimacy. 
How are y'all flirting with each other throughout the day? Mm-hmm. How are y'all talking to each other? Are you checking on each other? She rubbing your chest every once in a while. You walk in the kitchen, you smack her butt, man. Let her know she's <laughs> sexy. Like you gotta like, right? It ain't you don't gotta say I wanna have sex. Sometimes you just gotta touch them. Sometimes you just gotta hold hands. Sometimes you just gotta have conversations and the frequency might shift based on some of the pre-sex interactions. Right, because foreplay doesn't have to always be like it might be three play. Okay. Feel me? Two play. Play little, play. Bring, bring play. a little gift that play you ain't expect home. You feel me? Nah. That's two play. All right. But yeah. Oh, man. So. Feeling good about that? I'm feeling good about that. Let's cap off the sex joint. Let's cap right. it off. All right. So here we go. You want to get into the second thing? So the second thing on the list is money. Yeah. Money. You want to you wanna get into that? I think. Talk straight out the gate. I think part of the reason why money can be an issue in relationships, it kind of piggybacks off of the selfishness that you mentioned for um, sex and intimacy. People think that the money that they make is their money in a marriage. Mm. Like, oh, I make $100,000 a year. You make $80,000 a year. The hundred is mine. You know what I mean? Whereas we make Mm $180,000. Um and regardless of having like joint bank accounts for vacations, retirement, investments, bills, you know, just day to day necessities, it really just goes back to selfishness. People don't want to be fully transparent about mm. their money. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah. I I put the money in the investment account. I put the money for the bills. The house is, is straight. You don't need to worry about what I'm doing with the rest, which in theory, I guess is like, if the house is okay, then sure. You have a little, um, a little excess that you can kind of play with to treat yourself, you know, do a little, uh, retail therapy or whatever. But I think the overarching idea is that people don't view money as a collective joint thing in mm-hmm. relationships. It's, it's, it's really a selfish view money and and finances under a selfish lens where it's like, this is what I make. Sure, I'm going to pay the mortgage. Sure, I'm going to pay the car note. Sure, we got lights and gas or whatever. But don't worry. Don't worry about me. That's that's, Mm. private. It's like a a secret. I don't know. I think... I don't know if I agree or disagree with that, to be honest. I don't know if I agree with that being the cause of, like, why there's friction about money. I don't know if I think it's about selfishness. I think most disagreements about money are not actually about money. I'm not saying you're wrong. I just have to explore that a little more. Mm-hmm. To me, the root cause is that most disagreements about money are not about money. Most disagreements about money is about whether or not we're aligned mm-hmm. with the goals of what we want the money to bring us. Okay. So I yeah. think... The reality is disagreements about money are really about if we are aligned in priorities. Makes sense, yeah. So if if I think that we're saving up for a home mm-hmm. and you mess around and you going out to eat, right? Now, eating for you, the priority is going out to eat makes you feel better when you're having a stressful day, right? This is just hypothetical, right? But it's but for, me, for me, for me... Like getting the house is the priority, no matter what, how stressful your day is, mm-hmm. right? If you are dipping into that money to go out to eat, to me, I look at that as a character flaw, that you don't have the wherewithal and the diligence to follow through on a goal that we're setting together. 
Yeah. Whereas for yeah. you, you're saying in order for me to be the mom and the wife I need to be, I also need to be at peace. So if heading to get this specific meal gives me peace, you need to have that for me to be the best mom for your children. So now the question that we have to bring to the table is, do are we aligned about priorities? Yeah. The, the concern becomes, do we care about the same things? But I also think, yes, I am in agreement with that. I also think we have to consider, let's circle back to communication where it's like, yeah, we have this goal and we're going to be really intentional about meeting this goal um, and attack it. But can I communicate to you that it kind of goes back to, for me, to communication and secrecy, where it's like, can I communicate that, hey, yeah, we're saving, but if I have a stressful day, I'm going to need one day out the week to treat myself mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I'm going to just sneak and get it and deal with the consequences later. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yes, you should be right. in alignment with the same goals, but I'm going to communicate to you that this right now, like I, I anticipate that the next few weeks or the next few months, because X, Y, and Z is going on for me, I might need to treat myself once a week yeah. or once a month. Right. Just anticipate that instead of $500 going into savings, we're going to do four and I'm going to use a hundred, you know, to do X, Y, and Z. Or. Just set the I'm number just... in four. See, that's what, that would throw me off though. It's like, for me, it's like, if we're giving a hundred dollar flex room, it's like, then that's not savings money. That shouldn't be included. Our new number should be 400. You get what I'm saying? So like, I think yeah. for some people, your usage of money, and this is where it becomes, this is where it becomes tense, y'all, because your usage of money can sometimes reflect your value systems. It can reflect your impulses, your responses to stress it can reflect what you care about for your future it i don't can like how you're talking about me though self-control like, wow i think you me. just told on yourself because i'm 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 trying to help the people you trying to help me sure if you need the help baby i'm here for you no. okay okay we need the help <laughs> we're in this together when eve ate from the from the tree adam ate from it too Mistake. so even though she made a mistake we make mistakes together so we need the help um, but really, I think going back to the understanding of like common conflicts, I think money is a common conflict because people don't have communication, clear communication about their priorities or they agree to a priority. That's not really what they want as their priority. It's like number three on their list. Mm. It's like, I'm going to be honest. I like yeah, the apartment we live in. <laughs> Getting a house ain't that big to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for some people, it's like, I'm straight. Right. Um, so I think arguments can be avoided, not when we're aligned about what we use money for. Yeah. I think arguments can be avoided when we get more alignment about what we care about. Because mm. I think when we find a, a, a solution or some common ground about what we care about, the money follows how our heart like goes after something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when we when we mesh in that area, that's when the the conversation about money become easier. So, like, it's nothing for us to agree to say, yo, we're going to drop X, Y, and Z on new mics mm-hmm. for the podcast because we're aligned that we think this is of value and of importance. Yeah. Like, it, it won't be hesitation for either one of us. If our camera guy said, yo, we need some new lights, we'd be like, how much? Right? Because I think there's alignment. Yeah. About the value of this platform. So I think when we align about what we care about, the money follows. So money problems are not about money. Money problems are about priorities. I ain't even mean to kill it like that, but I think I just killed it. 
Okay. Feeling good. Right. Yeah, I felt good after that. That felt crazy. All right. <laughs> Listen, y'all, we hope that was helpful. We know we it's hard to talk. Yeah, can't talk about everything. Listen, we ain't trying to we ain't trying to cancel this uh, this podcast anytime soon. So if we need to revisit the the topics of money or sex, we're gonna we, spend a block. We're gonna spend a block. We're gonna <laughs> come back to it. But um, all of those things, the overarching ingredient to to disagreement in either of those areas is miscommunication. So get more self aware, clearer about your own communication skills, and those other things will actually get a lot better. Because you feel free to talk Facts. in the bedroom and at the bank. Talking at the bank is wild. Yeah. All right. Go. I want to go lay down. All right. Speaking of go lay down, this episode is also brought to you by Rest by Lynn. Listen, I'm right now holding one of the most comfortable pillows I have ever, ever laid my head on. Ever. And I don't I'm not saying this because this is a partnership. It's actually a partnership because I believe this is one of the most comfortable pillows I've ever laid on. Listen, hit up restbylin.com. She's offering y'all a special discount only because y'all rocking with this functional family. So go to restbylin.com for all of your pillows. I'm talking, I'm talking. She got pillows. neck pillows. Yeah, neck pillows she for got when you're flying. Pillows. Couch pillows. She got floor pillows. Floor pillows. If you want to go on a picnic, they, the oversized jumbo joint. I mean, all the pillows. Pillows galore. Y'all go to restbylin.com. She has a special code just for you, just for you for tuning in. TFF15. All right? One five. That stands for this functional family. So TFF15, and you're going to get 15% off. Any of your orders, I I'm telling you, go. This is some of the best pillows you'll ever get, and they're beautiful too. Beautiful, just, so is, many different kente fabric. This is it's just beautiful. Right. Rest my leg. peace. Uh, let's get it. Let's, let's get into it. Tell, tell me, me more. more. All right. All How right. many penny, pennies do you think of fit in this room? How many pennies do you think of fit in this room? It's not my question. I mean, it's my question to you. It's not my question to answer. Go. How many pennies? I want to answer the next one. Um, oh, okay. All right. You want to answer the next one? I think... But you asking this arbitrary question, do you have an answer for this? No. I didn't think like, about can it. Can we Google like how many pennies could no, fit in cheating. certain amount of square feet? No, to have like some kind of like closure no, about it once right, it's we'll done. All right. We'll Google it after we answer. All right. Let me hold your phone. No. Answer the question. Or am I answering the question? I'll answer it if you want me to. All right. So I'm going to Google it while you answer to see... How close you are. Um, I think I don't we know can what, get what space. Are we looking at though? Like what? Just say because we only in the living room. So let's say the living room alone is what. I don't know. I don't know how many pennies. Telling people how many square feet we got. Mind in your house. business. Let's say what six hundred six hundred square feet. That's just so weird. Yeah. How many pennies can fit in a six hundred square foot room? Yeah. No, I'm bugging. Let's just, go down five hundred square. feet. 500 square. All right, what's your answer? 14 million. So it says 256 pennies per square foot if the rows are straight. So it was 256. Don't do the math because that's going to piss me off. 256 times 500? I won't. 128,000. They lying. But I guess that's just. I can get millions in this mug. I think that's to fit the floor, though. I don't know if that's to fill the room. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, ah. but they said so then, per square foot. So I'm thinking no penny 
overlapping. This is wild trying to figure this out on a podcast episode because this is the most irrelevant question I think we've ever asked ever. So we have to Where'd do this Where'd you get this number. question from? Mind your business. Okay. Why you got to let them know I picked the question? I'm Wait. sorry. I shouldn't Just have disclosed that. me all crazy this episode. Anyway. All right. If you had Wait. unlimited... You asking me? Yes, yeah. you just made me answer that. Confused. See, I wanted to answer the second one. All right, if so you had unlimited, no, it's yours. And I'll answer both for the next episode. No, not happening. Mm-hmm. If you had unlimited money to start a business, what would it be? For those listening on podcast platforms, the silence is literally her just staring at me because mm, she's shocked money. by a question that she helped select. To start a business, crazy. Shocked is wild. I think it when would you think be about this. I don't know. I don't know for sure if I have like a complete answer or like a succinct vision. It's all spicy. But it would be something in alignment with like literacy support. So like free books or like one-on-one tutoring for reading comprehension and stuff. Some kind of like engaging way to give back to people. So what you already do just at a larger scale? Yeah, I guess so. Gotcha. I want to do something that I'm not doing at all. I just want to buy mad land and teach black people how to farm because I'm tired of the food deserts and food insecurity in our neighborhoods. That is so sweet. So if you just get a lot of land and get the best farmers in the world to teach them the science of plants and botany. Shout out to Freehaven Farms, though. If y'all don't follow them, they're like black owned. Black owned, based here in um, New Lawn, Jersey. Is that Lawnside? No, not Lawnside. Uh, yeah, follow them on Instagram. Freehaven Farms. Black owned. This guy and his wife. She's like a soil doctor. I don't soil even. Soil doctor is crazy. She is. She but has like they, her PhD. Yeah. So like they study soil and how to like use it to. They're incredible. You know, like just go follow them and they teach you how to grow your own food. How to. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. Freehaven Farms. Look, shout outs, they ain't even our sponsors for real. But yeah, it's all good. We love y'all. Listen, our Cash App, this is a new thing we're doing. Yeah. People have been asking if how they can show love and support us, even if, you know, they don't have like or desire to be on Patreon or anything like that. Yeah. So moving forward, you'll see our Cash App on the bottom of the screen. Show us some love if you've been blessed, if you've been uplifted, encouraged, or helped by anything we do. We got a lot more things we want to do with the Dysfunctional Family Network, a lot more shows we want to be able to produce. So it's not just like money coming to our pockets. It's actually money so that we can build this out to be a full network of shows um, and family content. Yeah, We have amazing ideas and sometimes, you know, just being honest, you don't have all of the resources you need to uh, make some of those ideas come uh, come to pass. So any help would be great. If you enjoy the content, then it's a no-brainer to show some love. Yeah, hit our cash app, Dysfunctional Family. Okay. We, yeah, we are. I don't ever be... I'm out. I'm out this mug. Okay. We are, right. We're out this mug.